Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Professional Appreciators Podcast. Very special. We are coming to you live. Well, not really live. It's kind of live. It's it's live for us yeah. from Evan's living room because <laughs> our podcast studio has no AC. Yeah. And it has been the hottest week of the year here in St. Louis. Hottest week on record. Hottest week on record. <laughs> That's ever? not true. That's not true. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. It sounds better though. It hasn't been that hot. No. No. Uh, and so obviously the studio is just kind of getting a little uh it's about it's about 80 degrees in there i think right now that's yeah, really stale really uh sticky and gross in there so we thought it best to get out of there and come to a cooler more controlled yeah. environment so we have a camera pointed at us is this footage ever going to make it onto youtube i don't know maybe maybe not it depends not. how this goes but we are sitting casual we're very cash. I'm wearing shorts. Evan's wearing shorts that he's trying to hide with a pillow. Which I, which I promised which, I would never do on camera. I don't know what's worse. <laughs> the fact that you're wearing shorts or the fact that you're wearing shorts and you, you can't like own up to it and you have to hide them. Well, this is like this angle is very... It's unflattering. It's not good for shorts no, because, no. you know, we won't go into why it's not good for shorts. And look, but your, it's couch, not good for shorts. your couch is great, but like it's so comfortable that like you like fall into it. <laughs> Dude, this this podcast is just gonna turn into us. Just we just fall asleep yeah. mid podcast. I just feel like the posture is so comfortable, but but it doesn't look good. Yeah, to the eye, like yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But My, and it's also very comfortable, so it will like suck you deep into like a, 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 a like a sleep that that you've never known before. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be extra careful. Yeah, my opinion is you have to be a, a, just a little uncomfortable to record a podcast. Right, but not not uncomfortable to where you're like sweating yeah. not profusely like, in not your like studio. A, not like jigsaw uncomfortable, but <laughs> <laughs> which might be entertaining in its own way. <laughs> God, you Do said you that right as record I was, a podcast. You just said that right <laughs> as I was taking a drink. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was waiting. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah you, so you not wait. that uncomfortable. You, you come find to that. you come to in like a shabby warehouse. And you're like, yeah. what's going on? Do you want to record a podcast? Yeah, you want to find that that balance, that mid ground, you know, of comfortable but not so comfortable that you're passing out on a couch. Yeah. Well, anyway, like I was saying on today's episode, yes, we're talking about our boy Tommy Cruz. Ah, uh, yes, Tomothy. We're putting on cruise control, and we're gonna go through. <laughs> All the reasons why Evan and I not just are fans of Tom Cruise, but we love Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, baby. Now, we're not talking Tom Cruise the person. We don't know Tom Cruise the person. That's true. I've never met him. I know he's, I mean, I'm guessing he's a little insane. Yeah. I mean, I would guess that. Based on some interviews and his religious affiliation. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about Tom Cruise, the movie star, mm -hmm. and just his career. Yeah. And the work he does. Mm -hmm. So we can't speak to him as a person. We're not out here trying to get canceled. That's not what I'm that's not what I'm here to do today. No. To we're we're not about... here to endorse anything he does personally, but No. I won't be shipping any personal actions. Mm hmm I will ship actions yeah. action. Yeah. Oh like director <laughs> shouting yeah. action. Yeah, yeah. 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 I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I just wanted to make that clear up at the top because I I don't want sure. 
I don't <laughs> want to see our faces on Twitter being like, these guys endorsed Tom oh, Cruise's geez. weird behavior from 2002. I'm sure our faces would be all over Twitter. Yeah. So, but today we're talking about why we love Tom Cruise's movies, what he brings to the table as an action star. Really, you could argue he's the last great put butts in seats action star working today. Maybe him and The Rock. Yeah. I think uh, Tom Cruise, though, even more so than The Rock, yeah. I would say. No offense to The Rock, but I feel like Tom Cruise brings, like, his movies have a more consistent, like, critical success than yeah. our boy Dwayne's. Yeah. I like referring to The Rock as just Dwayne. Dwayne? Dwayne. Don't say The Rock. Don't say Dwayne The Rock, John. Just say Dwayne. Just, it's just so much more, like, normal. If you think about it, like, what a what a lame name for an actress. Sorry, Dwayne. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah, like, poor, poor Dwayne <laughs> poor the Rock Dwayne. Johnson. Feels so yeah. bad for him. Look at me. Look at me with my life. Must just be awful for Dwayne the Rock yeah. Johnson to have the name Dwayne. <laughs> Let me just say, <laughs> this isn't what we're talking about. No. But what are we talking about? But Dwayne the Rock Johnson was in a movie called Rampage. What amazing! And that was one of the single greatest yeah. <laughs> additions to the film, like the world's film catalog. Yeah known to man yeah buster keaton risked his life so one day <laughs> Dwayne the rock johnson could make rampage could make rampage yeah yeah and it's a beautiful movie i like that i'm sitting here with my pudgy love handles criticizing Dwayne works harder than anyone else i mean the rock johnson we're not criticizing his body no i mean his body is magnificent evan go, go on about his body it's flawless i, I mean i want to hear about it it's flawless his arms are the size of tree trunks yeah. i mean I, do i believe that human beings can gain those sorts of muscles naturally or is there you know chemical aids involved who's to say that's Spirit not my spiritual aids yeah maybe so that's not my place to say but uh you know he's he's built like an absolute tank yeah he uh you know i i think he could probably go into the NFL and put up a pretty good fight right now. He could probably get some sacks, right? Yeah. I would, you know what? I'm, I just wish that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are you already laughing? I'm just like we set up this whole thing about Tom Cruise and you're just like going off on Dwayne. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying this more as like yeah. a, um, just like a general statement. Yeah. Like the entertainers that we know and love. Just imagine if they really took it upon themselves to like, I will, I will just fully entertain as many people as I can. Like Dwayne The Rock Johnson drafted in the NFL. Yeah. You know how many people would be watching to see what happens? Oh, yeah. I would be. Yeah. I would be fully entertained. Oh, you, you know what, though? I'll, that's probably not the most like interesting celebrity put in the nfl scenario because sure. he could actually compete probably sure here's my pick well for i feel like, like that is partially why it's interesting though because he could compete yeah. here's my pick for like something that someone you'd want to see in the nfl because it would be like so entertaining slash a disaster yeah pete davidson <laughs> i feel like he would be killed that's immediately. what would be interesting about it i feel like it would go on if he, if, <laughs> He would be in one game. What if, for, he, what if he was like a punter for maybe fifteen minutes, yeah. and that would be it? Dude, no. that would that would be interesting reality TV. Where it's a show where it's like <laughs> you get a bunch of like 
former NFL players or like guys who had a little experience in the NFL but didn't make mm-hmm. it big, but like can compete and play sure. football. Yeah, yeah. And you like put a celebrity into like a scrimmage and see how long they last or how well they last against like I would, former pros. I mean, that would be really good. That would be entertaining. I also just think getting the most yoked, like <laughs> insanely fit people yeah. and just putting them smack dab in the middle of like an NFL game and just seeing what unfolds yeah. would also be fun. Have them like return a kick, see what Cause happens. Cause it's like, or they're big pop. enough. They're big enough that it's like, okay, we, yeah. you might get hurt, but you won't get like killed. Yeah. You want like, me to pe- tie this back? You know who could do it? Tom Cruise. Anyway, Tom Cruise, man. Yeah. He could do it. He could return a kick. Tom Cruise would. He'd be so small, but he's, he would, he he's would, so small, they'd all have to like bend down yeah. so far, they'd trip over their own feet. He would skydive into the football arena, land on the field just in time to catch the kickoff, and then yep. return it for a touchdown. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. That's exactly what would happen. And then you'd find out that <clears throat> behind the scenes, he had to do that to save the world anyway because like putin put a bomb below the <laughs> the arena that's probably yeah. getting too close to we were yeah. oh is that getting too close yeah. to reality i mentioned putin it's too <laughs> political now we were a political podcast yeah yeah well now we have to yeah. professional political appreciators yeah. change well, our name before we get too far into this i just want to make it crystal clear this is a special edition of the podcast which is right. a fun way to say a lesser quality edition of the podcast <laughs> because it's hey. most likely going to be exclusively audio. You never know. Yeah. There'll probably be like a, yeah. there'll probably be like a five minute clip yeah. of this on YouTube. Maybe. Yeah. Like, Hey, you, you guys remember back in the day in like TV sitcoms that had like 24 episodes a season uh-huh. and like, like towards the end of the season, you could tell the writers had no ideas. There was, so a, there was a musical episode. There was like a musical episode or <laughs> it's like the episode where they come up with some plot contrivance for, for the characters to reference things that happened in previous seasons. And it's really just like a best of episode, but like yeah. they have this loose plot reason as to why they keep calling back to previous things. And it's just like, right. this was 30 minutes of just the best moments, but you had the characters set them up sure that's kind of what we're doing tonight yeah where it's like we're just trying to have something happen stop making excuses for yourself okay fine i'll stop making excuses let's this is this is perfectly high quality i tell you what (laughs) it's we're firing on all cylinders tonight if people have made it this far then they're locked in we were riffing about Dwayne the rock johnson Mm. boom he'll be in the nfl someday you mark my words yeah I will say, though, I don't think Tom Cruise and Dwayne, again, just Dwayne, I don't think they've ever been in a movie together. And I no. think that'd be an interesting pairing. I mean, it could be, yeah. Imagine uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson as a fighter pilot. Yeah. He'd be too big to fit in the plane. <laughs> he would be just, like, squished in No, there. seriously. Yeah. I was listening to an episode of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend today. And he was talking about mm-hmm. trying to fit into like a fighter jet. And yeah. he couldn't because he's 6'4". Yeah. He like couldn't. There was no way for him to physically fit in it. I've never. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Like probably people were like. They're all like small. Who are they're pilots all, in the military probably have to be like the smaller guys. Yeah. They're probably like. I doubt any of them are over like 5'8", probably. Yeah. 5'10", 5'8". We got all these short kings like protecting the skies. That's right, dude. Dude. 
Yeah, go short kings, man. Amen, brother. Don't overlook our short kings. Yeah. I'm see, one of them. See, there is a purpose for your height deficiency out there. Yeah, only I have poor eyesight. Yeah, and you yeah, you went into podcasting. So. All those poor all those poor saps that are short with bad eyes. Yeah. Never be fighter pilots. No. Dang, man. No. Tragic. How how tall are you even? Six two? I'm six two, yeah. <laughs> it's not that much taller than me. It's like the best height. It's like a couple inches taller than me. It makes all the difference in the world. You know, when you change that five yeah. to a six instantly more respect yeah here's the thing though i had to be tall because imagine if i was like five eight and mm. then i went bald like mm. i did yeah being five eight and bald that's terrible <laughs> that's a rough life right See, there like i mean you're not like short short but like you're average height but you've short. got like a good head of hair on you short short so yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. up for it right i'm six two hell yeah oh take away the hair so bald. it kind of balances out a little bit sure yeah I guess that's just the way life goes, though. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, maybe we should uh, wrap this back around to what we're actually talking about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I tried to do that a while ago, but... Anyway, Tom Cruise. What are we talking about today in the, in the, in the episode? Oh, oh, well, what are we talking about? We're yeah. talking about Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Tom Cruise. What specifically are we talking about, though? Well, I want to talk about, like, what Tom Cruise is doing in movies that no one else is doing. Which is, let's let's just set the scene, okay? Tom Cruise has Top Gun Maverick coming out. And on the surface, you're like, oh, a sequel to a movie from the 80s that was kind of like, kind of, kind of, it was good fun, but it wasn't like a serious movie. You know? Yeah, it's like it was fun, but it was kind of, it was kind of, you know, a little, little cheesy. Are you kidding me, man? When Goose died, you didn't feel that? I mean, come yeah, on, man. Little, yeah. Dang. Uh, but he's got a sequel to a movie from the 80s that, like, is a well-known popular movie, but it's not like, you know, <laughs> people haven't been clamoring for it. Yeah. Uh, and it's getting great reviews. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, why, out of all of this, these trends to make, like, a legacy sequel, why is this one seemingly from the early reviews... Sounding like it's going to be like an iconic action movie for years to come. Mm -hmm. And you think back to what Tom Cruise has done with Mission Impossible. Like the fact that that series is still going and each movie gets better and better. And you start to go like, in a time when the only like financially successful action movies today are Marvel movies. Right. Why is Tom Cruise finding success? When he's getting, he's probably close to 60. Yeah. And he's making critically successful and financially successful action movies when really no one other than like Marvel and our boy Dwayne mm-hmm. is doing that. And I, I think it's an important question to ask is why. Yeah. So I thought we could dive into that. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, straight up Tom Cruise is just like a bad dude. Yeah. Not, well, you know. In the sense of like, yeah, a bad person. He's just a bad dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a bad dude. Bad, yeah. Yeah. He's like a bad, bad dude. He's got like all of his pilot's licenses. Yeah. He does all of his own stunts. You know, he's kind of like, um, I don't know if this comparison is too like lofty, mm-hmm. but he's like kind of like Jackie Chan in that way, where I feel like. Jackie Chan just can kind of do it all. 
Like he's just like yeah. can do anything. And Tom Cruise is the yeah. same way. Well, no, that's I think that's a very apt comparison. Like they don't do exactly the same stuff, but from yeah. like a from like a thirty thousand foot view. Oh, oh aviation hey, right there. Aviation. Yeah. Um <laughs> You're talking about guys who are charismatic on screen, but a part of their performance is like using their full physicality and their mm-hmm. body in yeah. such an interesting way. And the dedication. Like if you watch the behind the scenes of like police story yeah. or any of the movies Jackie made while in China, like yeah. the guy took it seriously. Yeah. And like those those movies were like bootstrap operations where Jackie was directing and starring. Yeah. And like when you see him like block a scene and talk about how a certain set piece is going to be executed physically either by him or another stunt person. It's yeah. like the guy's taking this seriously. Yeah. And there was actually a really great clip that went on the internet um, a few months back of Jackie blocking a scene for one of the rush hour movies mm-hmm. while Brett Ratner was away. And it's come out that Brett Ratner is like a horrible person and like <laughs> not a good director. Oh, and I so didn't. like the implication of the scene was that like Brett Ratner was nowhere to be found. Oh, wow. And the scene needed to be shot. So Jackie just stepped up and like blocked and choreographed the whole scene and told the cameraman and the crew like what to do. Yeah. And it's just like. Dang. And like Tom Cruise does that kind of stuff where yeah. the, the movies he makes, whether it's Mission Impossible, Top Gun, like um, he takes it very seriously and he's heavily involved in who's being cast. He's heavily involved yeah. in what the stunt work's going to be. Mm-hmm. And he does, again, like we said, the most obvious thing is he does the stunts himself. Yeah. He flies the helicopter for real in Mission Impossible. He's, I think in Top Gun Maverick, like at least in some scenes, like he's actually flying a plane. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. The, like, is he actually flying like a jet, like a fighter jet? I think so. We might have to Google that. That's um, insane if that's true. But, and this is the real thing I want to get to. And, and the reason why I think that matters is... We've gotten to a point in movies where, and I'm not anti-visual effects. I'm not. Because all these movies Tom Cruise is in still utilize visual effects. Yeah. Visual effects is vitally important and visual effects artists are vitally important. Yeah. But I don't think, and maybe I think visual artists would agree, they should not be doing all of the legwork. Like It's a combination. It's sure. a dance between what was filmed in the camera and what the visual artists bring to it but we've gotten yeah. to a point where it's just like oh just do it in post do it in post yeah. do it in post that and you're saying like one of the special things about tom cruise movies especially in this like current tom cruise era that we find ourselves in is that like he's pushing for a more practical visual experience yeah. and enhancing those practical visual yeah. experiences with vfx yeah because as I opposed think, to the other way around i think audiences have become really attuned to what is artificial and what is not like look i just watched dr strange i've seen it twice actually i really liked the new dr strange Mm. my boy sam rammy i thought brought a really interesting brought his usual visual flair to marvel which has been lacking but besides all that without getting into heavy spoilers there are a couple cameos in the film that after seeing it twice and reading some stuff online, were obviously shot last minute mm-hmm. or like at least in post production. And some of these people on uh, 
appearing to be on screen at the same time were not on screen at the same time. Oh, wow. And, like, watching it the second time, it doesn't, like, take you out of the movie, and it doesn't ruin the movie by any stretch, but you're just like, these people aren't in the same room. Yeah. And this person, like, like obviously was given lines at the last minute, and, like, you don't really feel it. And it's fine because it's just, like, a small yeah five minute section of the movie right yeah but like it's, it is kind of disappointing when you just feel like the artificial part of the movie whereas tom cruise and you watch mission impossible you're like that cameraman is falling to the ground out of this plane because that camera operator literally jumped out of the plane with tom cruise yeah and it adds a, a visceral quality to the film yeah that hasn't been seen since Charlie Chaplin and, and a more specifically Buster Keaton. Yeah. And it's bringing the film back to its roots of doing things in camera. And those guys use tricks too, but um, even the tricks were elaborate right. and, and real and not yeah. digital. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, you bring up those names and it's kind of crazy to think that film and i and i before we started recording you were talking a little bit about just like what it is that tom cruise is doing in film that's so much different from other people and it's kind of crazy to think that it's been that long since we've kind of gotten somebody that is doing all of those things yeah for film that like buster keaton was doing so long ago and um not to say there hasn't been anyone that's like innovating since right, Buster yeah, Keaton, obviously. but like in that way of like putting yourself in those situ, like in the uncomfortable situation and taking the audience along with you in that, because like whenever we're watching mission impossible or whenever we're watching a Tom Cruise movie, like, you know, as an audience member going in that that's him doing everything. And so, like, that just adds to the tension in the scene already. Because, yeah. like, there's something that goes on in, in my head whenever I'm watching a, a scene with Tom Cruise doing a stunt or something. Where it's like, I'm in the movie. Like, I am in the, like, I'm interested in the story. But it adds to that tension to just know in the back of my mind, almost subconsciously, that, like, that's Tom Cruise, like, doing that for real in the movie, too. Yeah. And like putting himself in harm's way. And I think that that just does a lot for me, like mentally. But also, um, I don't know, I think just like pushes things forward to a certain extent. Well, and for me, a lot of it comes down to just the seriousness in which he goes about his work and how he takes not only his his specific duty on set but like the mm -hmm. filmmaking process like if you listen to him talking interviews tom cruise is very passionate about movies in general mm -hmm. yeah um and say what you will about him and again like we preface at the beginning like who knows what he's like as a person sure but as a movie advocate like he's one of the best like advocates we have for filmmaking mm -hmm. in a time when like so many people are going to the movie theater less yeah. He's trying to make the movie theater experience more thrilling. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of action movies today are cobbled together. So like, I mean, I don't want to be too mean, but like they're cobbled together, like with the implication of like, well, you know, 
we'll, we'll we'll do this that people will buy it just because of the name right and a lot of action scenes are obviously like discovered in post and it's like there wasn't a ton of thought gone into the choreography or how it's going to be shot do you think it's weird or like unfair to say that i think tom cruise kind of came to it later in life because i i feel well, like when it comes to the action <clears throat> movie yeah yeah like the action stuff because i i think that's interesting to think about um and i don't think i can't i can't think of a modern actor that's done this where like he started his career with like some really great success yeah at like <clears throat> you know doing top gun early you know risky business was hugely popular um rain man was hugely popular um yeah. And then you just go down the line of like hugely influential movies he's been in. Um, eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, Eyes Wide Shut, a Kubrick film. He's been in a Paul Thomas Anderson film. He's been, um, you know, in this huge successful franchise with Mission Impossible. And I want to say, even in Mission Impossible, I feel like he didn't quite have the vision of what mm-hmm. it could be all figured out at the beginning, which is like, of course, he didn't have it. He probably didn't see this going for like six or seven movies whenever yeah. he did the first one. But I just think that that's really interesting to see an actor come into action that much later in their career and then and like, like double down on it, double down on it, or like really start innovating like in that yeah. area. Yeah, well, I, I think it comes down to like from everything I've heard him say, he got to the point where he became very passionate about. I want to deliver the best, most thrilling movie theater experience possible. Right. Not just like movie experience, movie theater experience. Right. And I think that's what he's dedicated the last, you know, 10 years of his career to is I'm going to keep upping the ante so people feel compelled to see what movies I make in a theater and be blown away. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like... Uh, I like pretty much all the Mission Impossibles, but like whenever it came to Fallout, I was just like, whenever you say blown away, yeah. it was like, and <laughs> no pun intended with the Fallout, yeah. like, you know, the explosions, but I was like blown away by that movie. Like I just, I remember sitting in the theater and it was like nearing the end of the film and I was just like, does it get better than this? Yeah. I remember like, like how could it get better than this? I, I've never done drugs in my life, but like I remember feeling so high after that movie. Like, I I specifically remember. I think it was, it was 2018. I had just started working at the bank, mm-hmm. and like we went on like a Thursday night, and I had to, or like a Friday night, and I had to work that Saturday morning, like yeah. early. Mm-hmm. And so like I had to wake up at like 6:30 to yeah. go to work, and I went to like a late showing of Ghost, not Ghost Protocol, uh, Fallout. And me, you, and Danny got back to the house. Carly we, was there, too. She oh, went Carly and saw it. I'm pretty sure she went and saw it there with us because I remember looking over at her <laughs> and being like, <laughs> like, wow. And yeah. she was just like, what? Yeah, she was like, let's like, start a podcast. Not as interested in um, as I was. But, but I remember ugh. we like went back home and like we talked about it for another like 30 minutes to an hour. And I was like, forget going to sleep to work tomorrow. Like, I need to talk about this movie. Dude. I was like evangelical about it. It's like so cool. And well, it, because I, I, 
and I've talked a little bit about this with you. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but we like really grew up in an era of sequels were the death of something. Like if you made a sequel to a movie, it was the end of it. Like that thing was no longer cool. Like making a sequel to it that was worse made the first one. It ruined the first one. You know what I mean? And it's just so like interesting to grow up in that like time period of like, Oh, this is really good, but they're going to make a sequel and ruin it. Um, and then realize that the, that fallout, what was it? The sixth mission impossible, something like that is maybe the best mission impossible. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, it is the sixth installment. And the fifth one at the time I thought maybe was the best one. Yeah, exactly. And the fourth one I thought maybe was the best one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just to see Tom Cruise be like pushing that envelope forward, the camera turned off. Yeah. The camera turned off. Yeah, we're not, we're not worried about the camera. (laughs) Okay. Um, I just wanted to make sure you knew in case you wanted me to turn it back on. That's fine. I got you. Um, but, uh, vibing. But yeah, just to see like someone push the envelope forward, like movie after movie after movie in the same franchise and stay like that passionate yeah. about it is just so like freaking yeah. unbelievable. Well, he's so, that's the thing. Like he's so dedicated and I'm not saying there aren't actors or filmmakers who don't take it seriously. There are plenty, but um, I think within his, spe- the specific genre in which he's working that's a genre where there's a lot of easy shortcuts taken because they know they can get away with like again uh okay let's just shoot coverage on this action scene and kind of hobble it together and post and edit it a certain way and tom cruise is like meticulously planning like what types of stunts and set pieces can we do in this movie that's bigger than the last and is going to put butts in seats yeah. and that is so infectious and you feel it when you watch the movie and it just makes you so excited about movies yeah whereas so many other movies just feel kind of again action movies feel kind of stale yeah and um yeah i I really appreciate that that in 2022 there's still a big movie star who could do whatever he wants and what he's actually dedicated to is pushing the medium further seriously do like whatever he wants because it's just like you think of it's it's tough to think of another actor that has uh done so many movies been around for so long but done so many different types of movies yeah where it's like he's done romantic comedy he's done drama like straight up drama he's done action he's done comedy yeah straight up comedy yeah. yeah he's done straight up comedy he's done like every type of movie and like it that is like that's insane for one actor to do all of that stuff and i'll just keep coming back to this where it's just like and for him to like do an action movie and then just realize that that is where he wants to invest like a lot of his time and to do that it's just crazy um and it's interesting to kind of like i feel like most actors i'm sure somewhere in their head is like an oscar i want to win an oscar one day or something that seems to be pretty far from tom cruise's mind at the moment where it's like i think think he's just like so completely devoted they're gonna have to to creating 
like yeah. the best experience in the theater is possible and that's what he's interested in and not like anything else they're gonna have to create an award just for him to like honor what specifically he's doing i wouldn't be surprised if like one day like samuel l jackson i think this year mm. won some kind of like honorary yeah. oscar like lifetimes like oscar thing or something like yeah. that i wouldn't surprise be surprised if he won something like that someday yeah he should yeah no that's uh, crazy yeah because they're okay well let me ask you this go ahead because you, you mentioned it a while ago do you miss the like art house tom cruise because i'm not i'm not saying it has to be one or the other but like yeah do you kind of wish maybe like in between top gun maverick and mission impossible like he would like team up with a uh paul thomas anderson again or you know like you know i'll start like i i kind of do miss that a little bit like i love eyes wide shut yeah which is a weird movie to say you love sure because of what happens but (laughs) um and like watching um uh uh the um the Tom, the Paul Thomas Anderson movie he did um Mangolia. Yeah. Yeah, like watching that like in how manic Magnolia. A Magnolia. Um it's late guys. Uh like him and Magnolia like watching how manic and mm-hmm. just like over the top he is in that movie but like yeah. in such a good way. Who directed Vanilla Sky? That was also Cameron Crowe. It was Cameron Oh, that was Cameron Crowe's yeah. Well. Yeah, or like even seeing him in a Cameron Crowe type film where like it's it's a more serious romantic comedy. Like, yeah, I kind of do miss those roles. I do too a little bit, and I I wouldn't mind seeing him doing that kind of stuff again. But um, at the same time, I don't I don't know. Tom Cruise hasn't put like a clock on his like career or anything like that. So I mean, he's not 60 yet so i feel like i feel like there's gonna be a whole yeah i I feel that way with certain like very very prominent actors right now because not everybody's gonna be like a daniel day lewis and just be like i'm done now peace and just peace out so i feel like leonardo dicaprio like tom cruise some of these guys that are starting to get up there in age a little bit are gonna have like a whole nother life as like as a um as an older actor kind of like uh anthony hopkins has been like jeremy irons and like some of these guys that are like have been incredible their entire careers and now they're like a little older and they can like really sink their teeth into some of these more serious roles so i feel like tom cruise has plenty of time to do that kind of stuff Yeah, you're right I, i think he's definitely trying to squeeze out as much as he can right now before he like physically can't yeah hold on to the side of a plane <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know exactly I mean? yeah that does make sense yeah um, yeah no so i think we will see that someday kind of come back around a little bit but no the answer to your question i do miss the comedic tom cruise a little bit yeah um but he does kind of put some of that physical comedy into yeah. mission impossible too yeah so yeah i don't know yeah yeah we're definitely gonna have to come back and do something on top gun maverick when it comes out i think it comes out at the end of this month yeah that would be cool um we should do that okay well 
maybe to I'm not saying to wrap up, but to head sure. towards that direction. Sure, sure. Let's uh maybe each one of us try and figure out what our favorite Tommy Cruise movie is. I mean, it's impossible. It's, it's uh, impossible. No, no, no. <laughs> it's your it's, mission if oh you choose to accept it it's so hard for me not to just immediately say fallout i know it's so tough that's for tough. me not to just immediately well, okay. well, be think like about this. Put, put this in context right i ask you what your favorite tom cruise movie is and this guy's been making movies since at, at the very early, latest the 80s yeah and he's made so many iconic movies yeah. and you're tempted to pick one of his most recent films like <laughs> That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's it's that he nuts. has made so many different types of movies with so many different directors, so many iconic movies, and yeah. w- a movie he made in the last five years could easily be considered his best. Yeah, like that's hard to say for anyone. It's nuts. It really is crazy. Um, but so just just so you don't like kind of forget some stuff, I'm just gonna list out some. Yeah, you know his more iconic movies. Hit me with him. So we like like we said, Eyes Wide Shut, Magnolia, mm-hmm. Edge of Tomorrow. Oh man, I forget. Okay, about don't forget one. about this one. Okay, this is Minority Report. Mm. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, dude. Uh, you mentioned Rain Man earlier. Here's another one. Collateral or Boy Michael Mann. Tom Cruise is Michael Mann. Yeah. 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 Uh, Interview with the Vampire. Mm. here's another spielberg war of the worlds i think that's a really underrated spielberg movie yeah kind of a different one uh last samurai mm-hmm. a few good men yep um one of his earlier performances the outsiders that's a coppola film um wow yeah oh oh valkyrie the firm oh, i forgot about valkyrie you know i watched the firm recently and by recently i mean almost two years ago yeah <laughs> It's solid, man. Um, oh, a few. Did I say a few good men? Yes, you did. Yeah, Jerry Maguire. Um, Jerry you know, Maguire. An, another recent one that wasn't like amazing, but it was pretty solid. American Made. Yeah, I never saw that. That was pretty good. Uh, Oblivion. Oblivion, which a sci-fi. I remember not loving it, but I might need to rewatch it. It was neither here nor there. But dude, like so many great movies. There, I can't honestly. I can't really think of a Tom Cruise movie that I've watched and been like, like that was a complete dud. He's had some movies that weren't necessarily like fallout level, obviously. Yeah. But like there was that movie he did with Cameron Diaz night and day. I was just looking at that. Um, I don't think I ever saw that. Like it was, it wasn't the greatest ever, but it was like a rom-com action, like rom-com, you know, yeah. it was fun. It was fun. It was like, you know, Jack Reacher. The first Jack Reacher is pretty solid. That's what I'm saying. I, I, there were, there was an era of Tom Cruise for a while where it was like night and day, uh, Jack Reacher, um, Oblivion, like Edge of Tomorrow, um, where I remember seeing the trailers for those and being like, oh, like these kind of seem like nonsensical, just kind of like action, like buy a ticket and you know you you kind of just like it's kind of cookie cutter but i was surprised after watching every one of them you know that i was like even his ones that maybe aren't maybe aren't like considered the greatest of his catalog 
are still like super enjoyable. He's got so and many really hits. fun. So many hits. Yeah. But um, uh no, if I had to pick a favorite it's hard it's hard not to split it up into like two versions of like the art house Tom Cruise and the action Tom Cruise. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Even art house isn't accurate. I don't know why I said art house earlier because I don't think he's ever actually made a I'm just following your lingo, yeah, baby. I don't think he's ever made like a straight up art house film, but Sure. A more dramatic Tom Cruise is probably a better way to say it. Yeah. Um, it's tough, man. I would probably narrow it down to either Minority Report or Fallout. Minority Report is so stinking good. It's really solid. That's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow is, is one of his more rewatchable. That movie is so stinking rewatchable. I think Fallout is so good. And Fallout, yeah, Fallout is also just as yeah. rewatchable, but I, I, w- I will not let Fallout go. Jack Reacher is also really rewatchable. I wasn't, this wasn't on my mind, but when I read the list, I saw Collateral. I was like, oh. I, I feel like there are certain, and I think this says a lot, like, to Tom Cruise, um, that there are certain movies I don't even think of him in. Because it's like there are certain eras of movies that he's done where he just kind of disappears. Yeah. And I acknowledge that I love Collateral, but I almost don't even think of him whenever I think of that movie. I just think of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I feel like is like the biggest compliment you can give an actor. Is no, like, yeah, 100%. I just, I don't even think of you specifically. I just think of like the story and the movie. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know. It, it's hard because it's like, do I go my favorite movie that happens to have Tom Cruise in it, or the best Tom Cruise has been in a movie? I don't want to hear. I don't no. want to hear your you the one that you think critically is the best Tom Cruise movie. Right. I want to hear your favorite. Yeah, that's what I want. Well, hear. stuff like I I honestly do love Eyes Wide Shut. Like yeah. It's it's not the type of movie that you just like. Oh, let me just throw on eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut, but like, no. I honestly think it's like a great movie. But yeah, Fallout, man. Fall like every time I watch Fallout, I just like fall in love with movies all over again. Like it really gets me that excited, dude. It really is so. It's just so good. I I for for eyes wide shut, I might say that that's one of well it's it's definitely one of if not the best like like scene for scene like best film that he's been a part of like Mm -hmm. that's stanley kubrick like it's and he's he's so it's perfect for that film well and and just like the nature of him and nicole kidman's relationship at the time and them filming that movie together and being married at the time and like stanley kubrick kind of being a legend for kind of last movie getting things out of his actors and like pushing them in certain ways it's just iconic in a lot of ways and um yeah I, i i would say i would concede that that's probably maybe the best like air quotes film that he's mm-hmm. done but uh it's probably not my personal like favorite yeah. that he's been in yeah well you know what i'll say this though surprisingly i think one of his best performances is jerry Maguire. yeah 
I really like him in Jerry Maguire. I like that um, that hopeless romantic version of. Yeah. Well, and honestly, though, too, uh, Jerry Maguire is an interesting movie because it really is kind of tainted by his um by his motivations. I rewatched it a couple years ago, I think, and I remember thinking. Um, the first time I like the first couple times I watched it through, I remember thinking like, Oh man, this guy is just like, he has like pure motives and he wants to do the right thing. And he's kind of a hopeless romantic. But the second time I watched it, I just felt like whenever he, and I don't know if you remember this because I don't know when the last time you watched Jerry Maguire was, it's been a while. Him and Renee Zellweger are together and she has to move for work or something. She takes a different job yeah, and has to move. And he like packs her up in the U-Haul and she's about to leave. And he's like, don't go like marry me. And he like proposes to her right there basically to get her to stay. It's like, that was actually really selfish Yeah, because you actually just think you're doing the right thing. And you're not you're just doing this because you think that's what she wants that's kind of how i felt i don't know um so you know they fall in love and it's all well it's all cool but i just um that movie's kind of interesting because it's it's very far from like the basic beats of a rom-com yeah yeah for me i feel like best tom cruise movie is like a three-way competition between uh, Fallout, Eyes Wide Shut, and Collateral. Like, Collateral is great on its own, but he is so good in Collateral. Collateral, man, you're so stinging. I right. mean, it's really like, it's really one of the few times he actually plays like a villain type. Yeah, you're right. You know, and like, I think he's really good at it. I can't. Yeah, I can't really think outside of Tropic Thunder. I can't really think of another time that he's played like a straight up evil guy his his manic mannerisms really lend well to like a bat like a really obsessive villain yeah like especially like well and he's evil in that movie like he's straight up like sadistic yeah yeah he's straight up like a ruthless killer yeah like has no sympathy for anyone or anything just straight up yeah he has the assassin I feel like Tom Cruise is either chaotic good in a movie or chaotic evil. Yeah. And he's rarely chaotic evil, but he is in collateral. And it, it's just like. Just There's something about uh, Tom Cruise is like. You you use the word manic, but like in um, in Mission Impossible, it's like it's almost like a desperate. Yeah. Like improvisation. Desperate, yeah. It feels like everything he's doing is like a desperate plan b like improvisation that he just wills into existence and that is just like what a he's the manifestation of what an impossible thing to describe or like pitch like you know what i mean what an impossible thing to pitch to a studio but it's like that carries those movies and it's just like that energy on the screen like just carries those movies which I think it's just so cool and it comes through perfectly in fallout man like those ending scenes 
where he's flying the helicopter and like hanging from that like <laughs> i don't even know what that was it's it like a yeah. basket or something from the on the bottom of the helicopter it's stinking crazy yeah no 100 percent um <laughs> But uh, I think I think a good way to wrap this up for anyone who's listened to this Tom Cruise love fest <laughs> for however long we've been talking, and you're like not you know a huge Tom Cruise fan. Um, I would definitely say like if you haven't already, which I think there's yeah. still a lot of people who haven't taken Mission Impossible seriously. Yeah, like that series is so good. Yeah, and if like you're if you're not attracted to like the earlier movies. Like, start with Mission Impossible 3. Because it's purposefully made to kind of soft reboot. I think. So you don't really have to have seen the first two. It's been my opinion that Mission Impossible 3 has the best villain of all the Mission Impossible. Seymour Hoffman, baby. Yeah, he's the most evil and ruthless, even though he is the most unbelievably. It's the most unbelievable that he would, like, whoop tom cruise in a fist fight for like a couple minutes yeah that's yeah so but I, hey. I would say if like you're not too experienced with tom cruise other than like some of his bigger movies but like i think it's if you're not a fan of tom cruise then maybe we should have said this at the beginning because if someone's not a fan of tom cruise they've probably already stopped listening yeah. to this i don't know maybe we won um, them over <laughs> yeah maybe so but i'm just saying if you're not a fan of tom cruise ask yourself why am i not a fan of tom cruise is it because He's just an action guy, and I don't like action movies. <laughs> do do the hard soul searching work to ask what? yourself why? I'm, okay, here's we're, the, just, here's we're the taking thing. this way too seriously. Here's the thing, listener: pull over to the side of the road. I don't care. If Close you're your on, eyes. I don't care if you're on the interstate. Pull over right now, okay? And take a deep breath and ask yourself. No, mm-hmm. wait, no. Flip down the mirror. Look at yourself. Look at yourself and ask yourself, why am I not a fan of Tom Cruise? And why does my mother not love me? <laughs> ask yourself that. No. Anyway, back to what I was saying. <laughs> if, if for whatever reason, after you flip your mirror down and look at your into your eyes yeah. and you say, I don't like Tom Cruise because I just don't like the action stuff. There are way more, there are more, things to tom cruise than just the action stuff yeah and i like how earlier i made the comment that tom cruise was late to the action game but it was the first thing he ever did which was top gun but i'm just correcting myself from earlier but if you don't like action tom cruise check out drama tom cruise or rom-com tom Tom cruise if you don't rom cruise if you don't like rom cruise rom cruise (laughs) try action cruise if you don't like either of those guys Try, try straight up drama cruise try com cruise comedy cruise comedy cruise there are so many like yeah. different like movies that he's done that are in different styles yeah. so you know i mean if you're wanting to get into yeah. tom cruise yeah i'll say this if, if there are different if, avenues if you're then. only familiar with like tom cruise in the last 10 to 15 years go back and watch collateral yeah. And Magnolia and if you like kind of dark macabre movies, watch Eyes Wide Shut to get yeah. a sense of like how great of an actor he is. Yeah. Um but if you're only familiar with like Tom Cruise from like A Few Good Men um or Rain Man or the original Top Gun, I would definitely check out 
the most recent Mission Impossible movies if you haven't, or um, you know the the first Jack Reacher. I haven't seen the second one, but the first one's pretty I good. Um, I just like that line where he says something something i'm gonna drink your blood out of a boot oh that iconic line something something <laughs> no it is a great line yeah. i just can't ever remember how exactly it goes yeah because i could never pull it oh off. something before we before we go something we haven't talked about okay tom cruise might be the best on-screen runner of all time oh yeah you and i have discussed this many times yeah. the way I, he throws his arms into it like i it, think i think the art of running on screen is something that we take for granted yeah honestly and tom cruise i mean honestly should open a school of running yeah on screen he's the best on-screen runner if you ever like there's in almost in almost every mission impossible there is a profile tracking shot of him sprinting as fast as he can he looks like he's running a thousand miles per hour. The yeah. way his like arms are chopping through the air. There's a he's giving it his all. There's a scene in Mission Impossible Three. It's a oneer. Yeah. And I think he runs a mile. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a mile. He runs but it's like, like outside this building. Yeah, it's like he run. He's running like along a river. Yeah. And it's not a mile, but it's like a half mile, I think, or something. They they it say the like distance. The the shot, they yeah. say the distance. And then he starts running. Yeah, just and he, I think he physically runs that whole distance in one. Type, type in the shot. YouTube Tom Cruise Mission Impossible Three running, and it will pop up. Yeah, and probably. give it a watch. Yeah, dude, it's he is. Yeah, yeah. it's like when you watch him run, it makes you want to run, which <laughs> I hate running more than anything. So that's like the highest compliment. Also, you just. It's so disappointing because there's just no chance you would ever look as cool as he does. No, no. When Running. we were when we were youngins. Oh, here we go. When we were youngins, I'll leave you guys with this. This um, was probably around the time that Mission Impossible Three came out. Yeah, it probably was. Um, <laughs> like we were in we were in like late high school, and I had a camera that I would take around. We would like make videos for fun, and like one day Evan and I were just bored, and usually we filmed with like like four or five of our friends but it was just yeah. evan and i this day and i was like thank oh, god this? and like usually i had an idea of like some kind of dumb skit or something yeah but on this day we were just like kind of like what we're doing with today's podcast where it's like we'll find it yeah. along the way <laughs> we like went into the bike trail i didn't realize we've been finding ideas for videos <laughs> since we were like 15 this is what this is our life's work yeah um uh, but we just like went to the bike trail and i was like I'm just gonna film you like running and like doing some things and then like I'll kinda I'll kinda find it in the edit. And like maybe if I just like film you running cool, we'll find something. And like it sounded so great in my head. Well, I was like, we're in the bike trail, there's lots of woods. And the sad part was we were filming it and I was like this is gonna look amazing like, dude you were like so confident i was like this is gonna look incredible filming it it felt good it yeah. felt like no wow this I, is this is this. cinematic i love this because like you were so into it and i was so into it and so like i'm filming you like running and i'm getting like low angle shots and like i'm filming you like run into the bushes like, and, like woods evan and... really is like tom cruise giving it his all i'm getting into it and yeah. i re i remember what happened between us when because i would film it all and then i we'd go into my room i'd, I'd 
hook up the cable to my computer and I you know, I'd like move the files onto my computer, put it in iMovie, and we put the we put the footage in iMovie and I press play and instantly like a deflated balloon. We both are just like not like we're not saying a word and like it's just so unspoken between us that this absolutely sucks. And it's 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 the unspoken part to me is that this can never be seen by anyone. <laughs> let alone like put in a public forum like we shouldn't even be watching this i remember i remember i thought what if i like make it black and white and put some intense music you tried oh you tried it just did not work and i don't think i don't think we we said anything we just were like part of it part of it was that it looked like i was running it looked like i wasn't running it looked what's the opposite of running standing still it looked like i was just leisurely walking through the woods as opposed to and moving my head a lot in person it's some it's some truly awful footage the effort you put in person did not translate to the screen no 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 it did not and um it it looked like i said evan make fun of someone running (laughs) (laughs) it it um yeah it's some of the worst stuff we've ever done for sure and i think that that footage has been destroyed honestly it's definitely been lost yeah i think you've you destroyed it there are there are some very embarrassing video remnants of things yeah. that we did you posted one the other day or i can't remember i don't know but um there are some very embarrassing video remnants but that's one that i remember vividly as like i, I think i think a problem oh, with your man, remnant is one. like you kind of like you kind of like do high knees Mm, yeah you know it looks like it looks more like a football warm-up maybe we shouldn't (laughs) i don't think we can accurately critique the running without people seeing it without first of all viewing the footage but second of all off of memory from 15 years ago or whatever it was i cannot forget (laughs) well i've seen you run in other stuff we've done too so i'm kind of like putting it all together well (laughs) In a very anticlimactic montage in my head. <laughs> well, I, I think a problem. Oh I think a problem with it inherently is like, I, I think most people running on screen with the zero context is bad. Yeah. So the fact that it's not within a narrative where it's like, sure, there's no context to what is he running to, what is he running from. There's no drama. So like, just just you running on a bike trail. I think it was meant, and I remember this part of it. I think it was meant to be. Um, like I'm running in the woods and I'm clearly running from something and, and that you never see what that thing is. But basically at the end of the video, it's, it basically it like, it's the way we shot it. It was like, it gets me like whatever it is, catches up to me and gets me, you know, yeah, it's like we do like a POV shot of like the thing chasing him as the camera. Yeah. So that was like the premise of the video but um yeah maybe you're right then the we couldn't even muster up the strength to care about me getting caught by whatever was chasing me because there was no narrative pulling us in suffice to say um tom cruise makes it look so easy yeah and it's a lot harder to run on camera and make it look really cool than you think it's so hard try it get a friend use your phone yeah just use your phone and have him track with you as you're running you'll see how hard it is to look cool yeah and uh once you do send it send it to us yeah. um, tag us 
No, but um, unless you have anything, and if I, we find that footage, we'll post it. Yeah, we'll. I'll definitely post it. Um, and unless you have anything else, I feel like uh, we've successfully uh, cruised Tom Cruise. Oh dang! Yeah, we put this podcast on autopilot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah we, we almost were, pulled the eject button, we but were, we didn't. Uh, we were Mavericks tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, all I would say is, uh, subscribe on YouTube <laughs> before you fall out of view, listening to this conversation. Yeah. If you want to see, uh, my legs on YouTube, go over to our, uh, yeah. to the, uh, YouTube. I can't f- channel I why think, it's great. I don't think I'll be able to find that specific footage of you running, but I can find footage of you running. Uh, yeah, I'm for sure. sure. Um, but yeah, so. That's been another episode of the Professional Appreciators. Uh, audio exclusive, probably. Definitely. The camera's dead, so. Uh, it's not dead. It just stopped. Yeah. It just gave up. Yeah. So we we apologize for the delay in episodes. Uh, I think this was in the unused portion of our recording, but uh, Evan has been battling COVID. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I almost said, and also battling his wedding wedding anniversary, <laughs> but that wasn't as much of a battle as a celebration. Um, no, we had a lot happen to yeah. us in like ten days, yeah. two well, week. Time definitely period. battling the no AC in the studio. Yeah, we all is, had COVID. Um, the studio lost its AC. We had Mother's Day. We had a birthday. We had a wedding anniversary. Yeah. You know, all falling like during the week when we would normally be recording so that's why it's been yeah. delayed hang with us but yeah. uh yeah we'll get back into a yeah. groove here well, very shortly yeah well in case you missed it um i released a new video essay um a couple weeks ago called the apocalypse of the american dream understanding david lynch so if you're a fan of david lynch's films or not um you can check out that video essay in which i compared david lynch's filmmaking style to that of apocalyptic literature and how he pulls the curtain back on the American dream and shows you what horrors lie beneath the surface. If you're not a David Lynch fan, this will make you want to watch yeah. David Lynch movies. Yeah, I, I wrote it because so many he's known as such an eclectic, mysterious filmmaker where his movies are kind of quote-unquote weird and hard to yeah. understand, and I thought I would make this as a way to contextualize like what he's trying to do with his films. Yeah. So if that sounds interesting, I'm a fan of David Lynch and I am a fan of that video that you made. So you guys should definitely go check it out. Um, and it's only like six or seven minutes and you pack a lot of good information into that. I pack it. I pack it all. But if you want to see, um, if you want to see, we don't know if we'll have a video that's usable from this week, but Hey, If we do, go check it out. You can see my living room, and you can see oh, yeah. the uh, the legs that I used yeah. to embarrassingly run in At the, yeah. those videos. That we at the very least, <laughs> I might just use part of the footage as like promo. <laughs> oh my but, uh, gosh, Also, dude. real quick before we say uh, say goodbye, I have plans to release a audio exclusive how to write a video essay. Mm, yes, yes. Which is a kind of combination of all my thoughts on writing so whether that be specifically a video essay or any type of essay a sermon 
a speech, a presentation for school. This is my guide as to how to give a engaging and dramatic kind of talk, speech, whatever. Um, So I plan to release that soon. It might be a Patreon exclusive, but I think I want to open it up to the world. So if that sounds interesting, um, I think I will drop that in the coming weeks. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. All right, well. Smash that subscribe button. Smash that subscribe button. Destroy the Go to patreon.com slash why it's great. Become a patron um, to get more awesome stuff, early access. Subscribe to why it's great on YouTube. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Someone review our stinking podcast. My goodness. Yeah, it can't be us. Yeah. We're going to just start creating burner accounts. Yeah, let us know how you feel about this podcast. Give us any type of star. Half a star, one star. I don't care. Just give us a star. Yeah, if you don't like it, dislike it. (laughs) Yeah, that's our motto. (laughs) If you don't like it, dislike it. Somebody said that on a video I was watching one time. They were like, if you like the video, hit the like button. If you don't, hit the dislike. And it was so endearing to me. I was like, huh. Yeah. You're right. If I didn't like it, I just hit the dislike. That's nice. Well, to give you a sneak peek to some things I'll teach you about in how to write a video essay, uh, it's very important to land the plane and just end it. So with that being said, we'll see you next time. Bye. Good night. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.